ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما خلقت الجن والإنس إلا ليعبدون ما أريد منهم من رزق وما أريد أن يطعمون إن الله هو الرزاق ذو القوة المتين صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم كتب الله مقادير الخلائق قبل أن يخلق السماوات بخمسين ألف سنة رواه مسلم My dear respected elders, friends, ulama, beloved brothers in Islam, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. All praises are due to Allah alone. That Allah has made us believers. Allah has blessed us with Iman. Iman means to believe. Iman means to have faith in Allah. The ayat of the Qur'an which I have recited to you today, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala firstly spells out the primary purpose of man and in the, in the connecting verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about something which is relevant in the life of every single one of us. So Allah says firstly, we have not created the jinn kind, and, the, and, and mankind except for my worship. Allah spells it out that the sole purpose for me creating you is for my worship. So, وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ In the next verse, Allah says, مَا أُرِيدُ مِنْهُمْ مِنْ رِزْقٍ I do not desire from any of my creation sustenance. وَمَا أُرِيدُ أَن يُطْعِمُونِ Nor do I desire that they feed me. And then Allah, in all His power, makes His statement. And He says, إِنَّ اللَّهُ وَالرَّزَّاقُ ذُو الْقُوَّةِ الْمَتِينَ Those of Arabic will understand the veracity of the statement. When Allah says that verily Allah he is the provider, the excessive provider. Dhul Allah is fully mighty. Almighty. And Al-Mateen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is firm in his promise to provide. When a person makes a statement in any language, if we want to say that a certain person is accomplished, a certain person is educated. Nobody says 
He is extremely educated. He is the most learned. He is exceptional on any level. If a person makes a statement to this effect, automatically this draws the attention of the onlooker. That this is not an ordinary statement that's being made. So Allah is saying in the opening verse, I placed you here for a purpose, solely for my ibadah. And Allah is saying that in so far as the acquisition of your livelihood is concerned, remember one thing, I am in charge. I am in charge. The ayat of the Quran, Allah states, وَمَا مِن فِي الْأَرْضُ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا There isn't a single creature. Dabba, as explained by, by the ulama, means مَا يَدُبُّ عَلَى الْأَرْضُ It refers to every single moving creature. It doesn't just refer, brothers, to man. So, man, brothers, we sometimes... We forget, we lose, we lose sight of this fact that Allah is the provider. Yes, to some extent work is required from our side. But this is why Allah is reminding us that above your effort and behind every customer that enters your shop, behind every deal, behind your degree, behind everything is the divine will of Allah. And the ultimate decision that he alone is the provider. Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Allah ta'ala speaks about his incident in approximately 28 different Jews of the Quran. At one point, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about the time when he is traveling between Madian and Misr. He's traveling with his family, his child, his slave. It was a night that was snowing. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands him that now come to receive revelation of my divine scripture, the Torah. So now he imagine in these circumstances he has to leave the subordinates and he has to go towards Allah Ta'ala's command. So he leaves them and he goes forth. The thought crosses his mind that, you know what? Who's going to provide for them in my absence? So Musa salam had a staff which we know about. So Allah Ta'ala commands him that, Oh Musa, take your staff and that rock over there, I want you to strike it. So he strikes it, the rock splits into half. Allah Ta'ala tells him that the half, strike it again. He strikes it, the one half now breaks into quarters. Then between those two halves, Allah says one more time, O Musa, strike it. He strikes it, that two splits into half. In that one-eighth of this one rock, there is a tiny little creature. A tiny, tiny little creature. You know, sometimes we see, like when we open a book after many ages, or a kitab, you see that small, tiny creature that is moving. Allah grants Musa salam the ability to hear this creature glorifying him. 
It says, Subhana man yarani. Glory be to Allah who watches me. Glory be to Allah subhana. Man yasma'u kalami. Glory be to Allah who hears my kalam. Subhana man ya'rifu makani. Glory be to Allah who knows my position. And then, the fourth statement that Musa salam hears from this creature is, Subhana man yaruzukuni wala yansani. Glory be to Allah who provides for me and never forgets me. Allahu Akbar. This is how Allah provides. My dear brothers, where Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَا مِن دَابَّ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا There isn't a single creature, but that Allah provides for that creature. وَهَبْ بِنْ مُنَبِّهِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ He was a alim of the Ahlul Kitab. He mentions that Allah Ta'ala has created 18,000 different kinds of creation. 18,000. Take one species, a dog for example. How many different dogs do we have? Different sizes. Fish, the fish in the sea. My brothers, there is one whale. Just the tongue of that whale weighs four tons. The deers, Allah is the provider of every one of these creatures. 18,000 of them. وَمَا مِن دَابَّ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا وَيَعْلَمُ مُسْتَقَرَّهَا وَمُسْتَوْدَعَهَا In Dala'ilun Nubuwa, there is an incident which is recorded. A sahabi by the name of Miqdad bin Aswad radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he's in Medina Munawwara. Back in the days, they never had formal lavatories or bathrooms. They used to relieve themselves on the outskirts. So one day he goes to the area where Baqi is, the graveyard in Medina. And he goes to relieve himself there. Anyway, he sits down. And while he is seated out of a hole, a small mouse comes out. In the mouth of this mouse is a gold coin. This mouse comes, it walks up to him and deposits that coin next to him. While the sahabi is watching this, it goes back in the hole. It comes back a second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time, ten times, seventeen times it comes. Until there are seventeen coins next to him. He picks the coins up. And he goes to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells him, O Miqdad, Allah has placed blessings for you in it. This is your rizq. This is how Allah provides. Now my brothers, there's one hadith in particular I want to speak about. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned with regards to this matter of rizq. He says that لَيْسَ شَيْءٌ يُقَرِّبُكُمْ مِنَ الْجَنَّةِ وَيُبَاعِدُكُمْ مِنَ النَّارِ إِلَّا قَدْ أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِهِ There isn't a single action that will take you closer to Jannah. And there isn't a single action that will distance you from hell 
except that I have commanded you towards it. And then he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there isn't a single action that will distance you from Jannah and will take you closer to hell except that I have prohibited it, pro- prohibited you from it. Then Rasulullah Sallallahu in the same narration says, Allah wa inna ruh al-Qudus. The archangel Jibreel came to me, came to me saying, Inna ruh al-Qudus qad nafatha fi ru'i. He came and inspired me that anna nafsal lan tamut hatta tastakmila rizqaha. No nafs. Nafs here also, brothers, doesn't refer to human being. Any breathing, any breathing creature, any creature with life will not leave this world until it consumes its full portion. Like how my brothers, every single breath, every single step, and every single heartbeat has been ordained. Every single morsel from the side of Allah has also been ordained. Allah wa inna nafsal lan tamut hatta tastakmila rizqaha. Then Nabi Sasan tells us, Allah, hearken, listen my ummat, fattakullah, fattakullah, fear Allah in this matter of the acquisition of your sustenance. Fattakullah, wa ajmilu fit talab. Ajmilu fit talab, ulama explain in two ways. Number one is, do it in moderation. As we mentioned in the beginning, you can make effort, my brothers. Everything happens by the divine will of Allah. Every single customer that sets foot in your shop, everyone that contacts you, is all by the divine command of Allah. Fattakullah wa ajmilu fit talab. Maintain moderation. And then the second explanation is that ensure that you are always doing it in conformance to the teachings of the Sharia. And then he said, وَأَجْمِلُوا فِي الطَّلَبِ وَلَا يَحْمِلَنَّكُمْ إِسْطِبْطَاءُ الرِّزْقِ أَن تَطْلُبُوهُ بِمَعَاسِ اللَّهِ Allahu Akbar. This statement, brothers, is worthy of, of being written in gold, and gold too is too cheap. Listen to this, especially my younger brothers, those of us who have ambitions, he said, وَأَجْمِلُوا فِي الطَّلَبِ وَلَا يَحْمِلَنَّكُمْ إِسْتِبْطَاءُ الرِّزْقِ Let not a delay from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in so far as your sustenance is concerned prompt you to seek it in his disobedience. Listen to this one more time. Let not a delay from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in so far as your sustenance is concerned prompt you to seek it in his disobedience. فَإِنَّهُ لَا يُدْرِكُ مَا إِنَّ اللَّهِ إِلَّا بِطَاعَتِهِ For that which you will acquire, that which you will procure, the goodness of it can only be achieved in the obedience of Allah. Allah will give all. Allah gives His enemies. And like how Allah gives His enemies, He'll feed His friends as well. But my brothers, the question to ask, do we want it? in this condition while Allah is displeased with us. Allah will give to one and all as Allah gives to the kuffar, as Allah gave to Fir'aun, Qarun, Shaddad, Haman and Abu Jahal. Allah will give it to us. But do we want it, my brothers, whilst Allah is displeased with us? 
So always take cognizance of this, my brothers. That when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides that I'm holding it back for a while, in the economic meltdown, people are battling, or whatever it may be, this doesn't give us the right, my brothers, to try to defeat the ends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's decision. If Allah ta'ala decided, my brothers, that you have to wait, then my brothers, in this interim, there should be more time in the masjid, more time on the musalla, more time in tawbah, more time in istighfar, more time in introspection, seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings. Don't try to fast track Allah ta'ala's decision and seek it in his disobedience. Now my brothers, every one of us, we are looking for that barakat. The first thing my brothers remember is that abundance doesn't necessarily mean barakat. So, we have to strive to come onto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's system the way whereby Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with us. The first thing my brothers, that which draws a person's sustenance, the khair and the goodness of it, is five daily salah. Five daily salah, this is the thing my brothers, whereby automatically, upon this already Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help is descending. You know, in, in, um, you know, in unimaginable proportions, so in so far as this matter of sustenance on five daily salah, my brothers, we have already secured Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's help in many ways. That is number one. Look at Quran. Quran says, وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ He who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will always open a way. يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا And look at, just look at the formation of the sentence. وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Allah will provide from where a person never imagined. That hadith regarding Miqdad bin Aswad radiallahu ta'ala anhu comes under the chapter of a rizq min haythu la yahtasib. Sustenance from unimaginable sources. From where a person never imagined. Suddenly my brothers, it's just happening for a person. Rasulullah sallallahu has told us in one narration, Man lazim al-istighfar جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ ضِيقٍ مَخْرَجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا وَرَزَقَهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ That person who will be constant with istighfar. If it's not happening, increase our time in the masjid. After every salah, read one tasbih of istighfar. Nuh alayhi salam exhorted his people towards istighfar with how many benefits? فَقُلْتْ إِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِدِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Allah will give you barakat in your orchards. Allah will grant you children. The, the rains are dependent upon istighfar. Under the tafsir of this ayat, وَمَا كُنَّا مُعَذِّبِينَ وَمَا كَانَ اسْتِغْفَارًا This ayat of the Quran doesn't come to mind now. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ That's the ayat. Allah will not send punishment upon this ummah so long as we are seeking His forgiveness. They mention, my brothers, that there are two things which are mentioned over here. One is the wujud and the existence of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
And the second thing, my brothers, is seeking of istighfar. Imagine the power of istighfar. Just the power of istighfar. So Nuh alayhi salam told the people, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا All these benefits you will receive. My dear respected elders and friends, Suratul Waqi'ah. Abdullah bin Masood radiallahu ta'ala anhu is a sahabi who needs no introduction. He lived in Medina Munawwara and then he left, he went to Kufa and then towards the end of his life he returned to Medina Munawwara at the time when Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu was the khalif. So he became extremely ill and it appeared as though now the end was close. So Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu comes to visit him. So Uthman radiallahu ta'ala anhu asks him that, Yabna Mas'ud, what is your condition? He says, the only thing I desire now is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Uthman tells him that in the time that you were absent, you relinquished your stipend. What about if we now, you know, uh, if we, all that which was due to you, we give it over to your daughters and we continue beyond you. So he says, no need for that. No need for that. <clears throat> I have heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying that a person, <clears throat> a person who will read Suratul Waqiyah every night, Allah will save him from fakr and poverty. Three, four, five minutes, my brothers, before Isha, after Isha. And my brothers, we'll end off with this. That remember that wealth is not necessarily abundance and not necessarily materialism. Wealth, my brothers, listen to these two narrations where Rasulullah tells us that لَيْسَ الْغِنَى عَنْ كَثْرَةِ الْعَرَضِ وَلَكِنَّ الْغِنَى غِنَى النَّفْسِ Wealth is not necessarily abundance of it all. A very huge bank balance. And you know, so much that, that you know people just chase and chase. He said, no, there's an inner condition that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses a person with. This is wealth. In another narration he said, that, مَنْ أَصْبَحَ مِنْكُمْ آمِنًا فِي سِرْبِهِ If a person is at peace in his surroundings, آمِنًا فِي سِرْبِهِ Allahu Akbar. مُعَافًا فِي جَسَدِهِ Your jasad and your body is good. Just, just ponder over this brothers. How many people they are with just one kind of sickness they are, you know, they are battling with. And then Nabi Sallallahu said, Indahu kutu yomihi. You have your provision for the day. Nabi Sallallahu said, فِيرِهَا The entire dunya has come at your feet. Allahu Akbar. So wealth my brothers is not always numbers. Wealth is what? Well-being. Wealth is to be happy. Wealth is not to be in debt. Wealth is not to have humum and humum. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed a person with this, my brothers, then remember that you are a rich man. And on the other hand, if a person has abundance, but the sickness, afiyat is gone, there's hospitals and court cases and difficulties and so on and so on. 
Then ask that man, what would he choose? So remember my brothers, that this is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses a person with, which is called barakat. The pious used to say that Ahlul Layli fi Laylihim Aladhumin Ahli Lahwi fi Lahwihim. That the people of the night, how they enjoy themselves in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, standing for lengthy durations, breaking their sleep for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the people who revel, those who are dancing, those who are enjoying. It, it, it's not true enjoyment in relation to what the former people enjoy. So we have to aim, my brothers, for that true rizq which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses a person with, whereby a person, my brothers, is truly happily happy from within. It's not just all about numbers, my brothers. So we make dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with that kind of wealth, the true wealth of barakat as we understood from these incidents. Wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen.